Hey, hey, welcome to this episode of Bonus Barrel. With me today is Seiji. Hey. And Jeff. Hello. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. We got news, Ami news. We're going to talk about the man, uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi. Pickups. Before we go any further, I have to address something, guys. We need to apologize about something, okay? Do we? Well, as you know, we have a Twitter account. Uh, I usually do all, all the tweeting, and I we got called a bullies. We got, not only did we call bullies, but we got a hashtag bully barrel from at Dreamcast Guy. He posted a video on his YouTube channel, which I do enjoy. It's Dreamcast Guy, YouTube.com slash Dreamcast Guy. Is that how that works? I'm, I'm not too sure. I checked out a few of his videos. Yeah, I like them. Good. And he had a one called Top 10 RPG Soundtracks. And I listened to listened to it because the video was cool and, and it's a good topic. And I agreed with most of his choices, but he did not have Chrono Cross on that list. And I think Chrono Cross is one of the best soundtracks ever. So I tweeted him and I said, you know, what's up with that? And he called us bullies. What have we become? You know, ever since Way Forward Gate, back in the first episode, we've been good. We've had no drama. You know, we've we've been keeping it real and keeping our head in the sand, if you will. And now... We, we get called as bullies? Bullies. Us. And because I represented Bonus Barrel, we're all bullies, even though I'm the one that said it. So, you know, well, we, we need to apologize. I, I, I don't apologize. Say, <laughs> so, are you going to apologize to Dreamcast guy? I always apologize, so I'm sorry. I am sorry as well. And it's apparently a... Jeff isn't going to be a team player. He's not going to apologize for what Although, I kind of agree with him. I, I did see the video. Oh, my God. So, I guess... I guess... I should apologize. On behalf of Bonus Barrel. There you go. Chrono Cross is a great soundtrack. You wouldn't either play it, so you don't have any Are students. we sorry because of the tweet, or we're sorry because he has the He's, we're, sorry, we're sorry that we were bullied. He called us bullies. So, you know, we're sorry for being bullies. That's mm-hmm. what we're sorry about. But are you sorry? He, his taste is good. It's just that he, he was just that tinge off by not putting Chrono Cross in there. Are you saying that Chrono Cross doesn't deserve to be on that list? It deserves to be on that list. Okay, so you're not really, really sorry. I am. <laughs> I'm sorry for coming off as a bully, but I still stand by my initial stance. The official stance of Bonus Barrel, because I represented us, is that Chrono Cross should have been on that list. I've heard Chrono Cross is pretty bad. Well, that's you heard that from one person, and he was wrong. Was it wasn't you. It, it was, was James. It, well, it was me. What, the I, game? You think the game is bad? Well, I don't think it's awful. Oh come on, sir! It's, it's not. It's, it's not great. great. It's oh, it's not great. great. It's so great. What's it, it's classic? It's a classic. I like. I, I recognize that Chrono Trigger is a better game. I played Chrono Trigger after Cross. Are you serious? I started getting into games, really getting into games during PS1. So I played Chrono Cross first. You should kind of be embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed. I think you should be. Chrono Trigger? You played FF7 and you're trying to shame that's me? You're trying to shame me on my own show, Jeff? <laughs> you're not even a founder! Jeez. I was whimpering right there. <laughs> so news. Let's talk about news. I usually have a lot of news, so I, I will go first. First news is, this is a quickie. Final Fantasy XIV's expansion pack, uh, which was already announced, that's not the news. The news is the release date. It is June 23rd. Uh, and Square Enix plans to give early access to the expansion on June 19th. And there's a collector's edition uh, of the game that comes with a statue. It was also mentioned. Amiibo? Not an Amiibo, because unfortunately, no FF14 for the Wii U. Yeah, it's mm. a computer game. Well, no, that's not true. Oh, yeah, it's right, on, it's a PS4. On and PS4, stuff. Yeah, and yeah. maybe Xbone? I think no, Xbone. I, no, 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 no. no. Oh, I sure. Maybe, maybe. I've seen it. I don't know. I played it on PC. At least on PS4. MMOs are usually best on PC. Yeah, I, I had some friends playing it on PS3 at the time, and it was really bad. It was really, really? it was it was really. Was lagging. it a Realm Reborn or was it the? Old it was one? it was a Realm Reborn. Yeah, oh, it was a Realm huh. Reborn. But apparently for PS3, it wasn't very great. But once the PS4 came out, and you got it for that. It was much improved. And the cool thing is, if you did buy the PS3 version, you yeah. got the PS4 one for free. Oh, that's yeah. badass. Yeah, it was awesome. So I have two more small pieces of news before I, sh- you know, give it to one of you guys to bring one of your beefier news. This other one is a cool one for us older people. Not Jeff, because he was the youth I'm, of the show. I'm five. But the Digimon Digivice is coming back, guys. Oh, I'm going to love it. I'm five. <laughs> I got this from mobile.siliconera.com. Okay. Uh, so the Digimon series is celebrating its 15th anniversary, and while we've already uh, seen celebratory replica tags and crests, we're also getting Digi-devices that are modeled after the one seen in Digimon Adventure, uh, and then Thematsu shares a closer look. So it's the little Digimon devices from, from like, the anime. When yeah. I was a kid, I had one of them, and it was great. You could literally battle with your buddies with the little 
dinky dino things, whatever they were called. <laughs> they were they were great. I love. Was it them. like a little little red brick? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think like this is what they look like now. Uh, I'll link the description, of course. Oh, that looks like from the cartoon. Yeah, it's, it looks, it's uh, based on the cartoon, but it has it has little monsters in it, like it did on, on the show. I loved Digimon as well. Did you guys play any of the games? I have a little story about one of the games. I, I played the one for PlayStation, I think it was. Which one? Is it Digimon World? World, yeah. Same one. So I had that game, which, by the way, is worth close to 100 bucks right now. Ooh. I had that game. I liked that game. I lent it to a friend in high school, and she lost it. She never gave it back. I, month after month, I was like, you got my, my Digimon game? Never gave it back to me. And, uh, yeah, so... It's not too late. No, well, <laughs> if you're out there... And why wouldn't you be listening to Bonus Barrel? You, you also just told her it's worth a hundred dollars. Yeah, so though. give me my game back. Wow, I want it. <laughs> I want to. Repl- I want that game because I'm on a, my own little quest. Now, Seiji's trying to collect all Wii U games. I want to get all the PlayStation One RPGs. That's on my list. And I want all the Super Nintendo games. And yeah, so we we have uh, very strong goals. Actually, my second one is all the Dragon Ball Z games that exist too. That's a, that's achievable. That is achievable. PS One RPGs is gonna be really difficult. Yes. So, uh, so, anyways, what do you guys think about Digimon coming back and the the digital device? I'd get one. Yeah, maybe uh, too, I, actually. I I remember distinctly when I was a kid and my mother and father dragged me to church every Sunday. Yeah. And uh, all I could hear during the whole whatever it's called um, service service sermon S- yeah yeah I don't know. Um, was just the beeping sound of those types of toys just going off constantly. Do you think that? God would be happy with you playing uh, Digimon during his in his house. Well, God gave us Digimon. So. <laughs> All right. Well, there we official stance. The bonus barrels that God gave mankind <laughs> Digimon and Digi devices. So it's okay. I think it's in the Bible somewhere. So the last small piece of news I have is one that you might like, Seiji. Freedom Planet announced for Wii U. You heard of Freedom Planet? Have you heard of it? No. Nope. Okay. So we'll we'll watch a video in a second. So this came out, I believe, last year for the PC. It was a contender for Hardcore Gamers Platform of the Year Award, actually. And so there's new content, and developer Galaxy Trail has dropped a massive announcement. Freedom Planet will be arriving on the Wii U as an eShop title. I think I need to show you guys the trailer. It looks like, initially looks like a Sonic clone, but I think more it's more appropriate to call it like a Sonic homage, because it comes with, it just, it looks like a really, like what you'd want to see as a Sonic game nowadays. So we'll pause here, and we're going to take a look at the trailer. Crisis has befallen our world. For centuries we have depended on the Kingdom Stone, but its strength is fading. Tensions are growing, and I fear that war may be inevitable. Someone is about to steal the Kingdom Stone, and I have to stop them. The Kingdom Stone. All right, so we just watched uh, the the trailer because they haven't seen it. So it's already available on Steam, but we're talking about the Wii U version coming up. So I thought it looked very cool. I'll tell you what. You tell us, Seiji. It's a better Sonic game than most recent Sonic games. Yeah, that's kind of what the opinion I had on it yeah, as well, I actually. Thought, I thought we talked about how they're not making any more Sonic <laughs> games for consoles. For consoles, and now they're bringing it yeah. to the Wii U. It seems like Sonic is coming. I don't want to say that they ripped off Sonic. I don't feel like that. I feel like it's like they took a... I don't know. They took... It's, they're not hiding it. They say they love Sonic. So it's like... Is it a clone, or are they just building on something that they feel has been dead for years? I don't know. If I'm putting words. The in problem is that Sonic is like for the mass market, right? So initially, it wasn't. It no, was for, for it was a niche product for for the hardcore. Wait, was it? Because I thought Sonic was like they wanted to make him the mascot. Well, of Sega. okay. So the whole video game industry was more of a niche market back <laughs> okay, then. Okay, that's yeah, true. Yeah, right? yeah, and now it's more mass market. So when they have to release a Sonic game because it's so recognizable, they have to dump down the game. That's what I think is happening. Here. And this one looks like a good. Fun game. Yeah, but not for, like, your typical For gamer. people like us. I like hard games. And well, yeah, but not, like, the, the the typical nowadays gamer. Right. Which the, is not so hard. The cashies. Well, the, the cool thing <laughs> about this game, from what we could tell by the trailer, is that there's two modes. There was, like, a yeah, story gameplay mode, mode and, and a gameplay mode. Without story. And yeah, crap. so that may appeal to casual gamers and hardcore gamers. So it seems like they're, they have a big audience, which is a very... Kind of I think it's smart. Game, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll move on from that. I, I think if you're interested, check the trailer out. If you like Sonic yeah. or furries, take a look. Uh, so I have big news left. So why don't, why don't you guys take away with a, a, a meteor topic? Um, I'll go with mine. Uh, you know, big topic here. But legendary game developer Sid Meier's Civilization Games. I played them since I was a little kid. Is he related um, to Oscar Meyer? Uh, you know, I think they're distant relatives. Does he make but... a hot dog game? <laughs> no, the spelling is different. <laughs> hot dog conquest. 
Um, but a really cool thing that's coming out is that it looks like he's designing almost like a direct sequel to Beyond Earth, which is the most recent one that came out. Very yeah, sci-fi it cool. one. It, it is. I it played it. It's my fun. interest. It, and you should try it. It's I might. a lot of fun. Is this the actual Sid Meier or his company? No, it's actual Sid Meier. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, and he kind of discusses how he used to take him a very long time to make the design the game and lately he's had almost like he used to do three years for a game now he kind of does one year do you think maybe he's like fuck it I don't care anymore <laughs> well that's almost <laughs> what I do think actually because <laughs> this game Sid Meier's Starships it's kind of a sequel after Beyond Earth um, it's coming out for PC Mac and iPad and Wii U no oh, no, no Amiibo support no Amiibo support <laughs> um, but it's coming out for, for iPad so it kind of begs the question that what kind of model is this going to be based on? Is this game going to have microtransactions? Because it's like a turn-based strategy game. Um, you have to pay for your turn. Maybe? That's what it. It's very up in the air, and I can't find any details on, on that. But some of it, the the pictures look pretty cool. So it's it's looks def- like a grid. It, it definitely looks like a grid, but that's pretty basic oh, civilization okay. kind of thing. Um, so it, it's a new game that that's kind of coming out very soon. The website says it's coming out in January, but Whoa. it's not out yet. So need to- <laughs> <laughs> so something is, seems a little off there. Um, but it's it's a title. I, I'm kind of curious if it's going to be free. Yeah. If it's if it's free, then we know it's going to have microtransactions. It has to. I mean, yeah. uh, co- you need to. Like, you can't just put a game off free, except for Pink Hour. And expect you know it to make you can't make money off off of nothing. So of course free. Unless it has ads. Yeah, ads and and free and game and just free to play elements and they can be done well. They definitely so, can be. So, they you know, maybe it'll be done well. It might be, and mm. it's something to to look forward to, especially for anyone who did play Beyond Earth and enjoyed it. You know, he's looking at this as a direct sequel. Cool. So we're checking. Yeah. You want to go now, or how many news left? Yeah, Jeff. I got I got two. I got two. They, as they tie well. in. So. I have the one. All right, let me give one of mine first because I don't want to be all me at the end. I want to spread it out. So, The Behemoth. Do you think the people that listen to the show wants all you? I don't think so. I think they want. They come to the bonus barrel for okay. the barrel full of us, not a barrel full of Rob. I don't know. I, I was actually <laughs> wanting for people at home, when they do listen to this, think of three guys crammed in a barrel talking about video games. Because the room's probably... The room's that's quite about small, it, actually, yeah. yeah. Um, so, The Behemoth, creators of Castle Crashers, have a new game that was announced last year, I believe. But there's some more information on it. It's a turn-based strategy RPG. First off, have you guys seen the trailer? No. Because you know I like to bring trailers to things, so we're going to pause it here, and we're going to take a look at the trailer for this weird-ass game, a little bit of gameplay, and then we'll talk about it. I find myself wondering what the world must have been like before the bear crashed into our frail planet, transforming all we once knew into a colorful kaleidoscope of delicious chaos, and I love it. The world was more hospitable, no doubt. More orderly, more sensibly sickening because it sounded boring. And I hate being bored. I can't imagine a world without the bear or the storms. Yes, the storms. Beautiful waves of emerald blood. So, we just watched the trailer and uh, a little bit of, and some of the gameplay. There's a little bit of, uh, of information. So, the behemoth. Which, as I mentioned, were the creators of Castle Crashers. Oh, okay. Yep. So the, <laughs> they're a development <laughs> studio located in San Diego, California. Uh, they're known for producing simple games with their artist's signature 2D style. Notable games they've done, Alien Hominid, Castle Crashers, like I said, Battle Block Theater, and now Game 4, which is what this is currently called. Uh, looks weird. Because it's their fourth game. Exactly. Ah, logical. Yeah. Weird, eh? I think it looks great. I love it. You know, I've I love Castle Crashers, and I remember playing Alien Hominid on Newgrounds oh, cool. when I was a little kid. Newgrounds, and stuff. yeah, it's what I mean. Because like, I'm pretty sure they have they had a big part in that. Yeah, too. that is. Like, is it Tom Fulp or whatever? His name? I don't know. I that don't could know be completely name. wrong, so I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> um, but lo- love the art style. I love the ridiculous over the topness this game has. So wait, I should say, for, just in case you're too lazy to watch the trailer, which you should. The premise seems to be a planet-sized bear with green blood and six arms or four arms crashes into the planet warping it forever of course and and green blood reigns over the planet and and there's this narrator who narrates you through the story so like one of those types of game awesome fashion very good very good very good sets the mood and it's a turn-based rpg we i mean we didn't watch all of it but it's a turn-based strategy game and you move a character and and, you know enemies will attack it's it's hex-based grid Mm-hmm. And there's a narrator for the, the entire thing, and it looked really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I really—it's it's one of the things where <laughs> how stupid does it sound when you say it in words? 
you got to check it out. But that's all we really need to say on that, unless you have anything to add to it. Nope. No? All right, so we'll move on to the next piece of news. Um, Jeff, why don't you go ahead? Um, I got, I got two, because they... Oh, they, you're just together? Yeah, they kind of fit you. in together here. Um, but I can... You said you want to save his for last. Do you want to save his for last, buddy, or do you want to go now? I can go now. He's going now. I, I, I feel like Seiji hasn't, hasn't spoken enough yet. Do you guys know Next Level Games? I do not. Wait, I do. I think so, because you told me. He's a Canadian game developer in Vancouver, and they have done games for several platforms, mm-hmm. but most notably for me, uh, Punch-Out. For the Wii, right? And um, we just mentioned Dark, the Dark, Dark Moon, Moon, something like that. Okay, yeah. yeah. So those are really like high-profile Punch-Out Wii Nintendo is games. awesome game. Good games, right? So they've been quiet for a while, and then <gasps> this week... Oh, shit. One of their developers, I think it's an artist, okay. um, posted on his personal website something about working on a on a game, being surrounded by Nintendo IP, and and wanting wanting to buy a Wii U because of it, because of what he's working on it right now. He put that on his website and on his LinkedIn, right? Yeah. And then hours later, he deleted it. Oh, right. But it's all over the internet, right? So the rumor is. Next level games are working on a Wii U title, but a known Wii U title. What would what? So a known Wii U title from from, from the yeah known Wii U title. So from the um, the history of this developer, what what would would you guys want to see from next level games? Punch out, Punch out uh, <laughs> Super Mario Strikers, yeah, or a yeah. Luigi's Mansion. I personally would love a Luigi's Mansion for the Wii U. I haven't played a Luigi's Mansion game, so Punch Out would be cool. Punch Out for the Wii U would be fantastic too. How, yeah, it would, well, it would be cool. Be great. Mm-hmm. Be great. I, don't, be, I don't know how you use the gamepad cleverly for for punch out though. That that's true. Um, honestly, I just want two buttons and joystick. That's all you need. It doesn't have to to use the. Game no, it doesn't. I'm saying, right. but you know, because that's one of the things that we yeah. touts. I just can't see a reason why you wouldn't. So it wouldn't be important, but you get your star power, so you can tap it. I yeah. guess <laughs> there'd be a lot more flexibility with the Luigi's Mansion title with the gamepad. I would say. I'm sure there's more you could. Pokemon do Snap U. They're finally working on it, right? <laughs> that, I know. Awesome. I know they didn't work on the other ones, but maybe. After Reggie, you listen to our second episode yeah. about Pokemon Snap. He's like, "Well, you know what? That was a great pitch." Yeah, and they are good with the cel shaded style, yeah. right? Definitely. So, so I take it back. I want Pokemon Snap to be the game they're working on. I know there's no reason for it to yeah. be, but that's what I, I want. think we're gonna hear about this project on E3. E3 Ooh, probably a game so for hype. this year because they've been quiet for a while. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. I'd like to see uh, like a Super Mario Strikers type game because. You know, sports game being the kind of games the three of us usually don't tend to play. Right. But we all love, like, the Mario very over-the-top sports games. Of course. They're, they're, they're so much fun. Like, Mario Tennis. I don't like strikers. racing games, but I love Mario Kart. Exactly, right? So, I like to see more games in that kind of genre. Sports games that break convention from typical sports games and are just more kind of cartoony in a way. And they're just tons of fun to play. So I, I would. Uh, that's my. That's my catchphrase. Now. I almost so, say it all the time. No, your catchphrase is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Right, yeah, as you say it all the time. I'll say that all the yeah. time now. Um, phenomenal. Uh, so <laughs> I would. I'd like to see uh, uh, Super Mario Strikers for Wii U. That would. Be, so that's your vote. Super Mario Strikers. Yeah. What was your? What's your want game? You have to pick one now. The list Luigi's list. Mansion. And I'll go Pokemon Snap. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not even mentioned. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> Do you want to go with yours? Yeah, I'll right. go with mine. So one thing here that I that I discovered is that um, Imata, I can't say his name. What's how do you say it, Sanji? Satoru Imata. Who is that? <laughs> Nintendo President Nintendo. Oh, Satoru Iwata. <laughs> yeah, Iwata. Oh, Iwata. Iwata. What do you say, Imata? I don't, I don't know. I, I, I can't pronounce that. I'm English and French. You flip the W. I uh, maybe I'm slightly dyslexic. Okay, cool. um, but anyways, so he has been kind of discussing how. He doesn't feel that current Wii U games fully utilize the gamepad. I can agree with that. And all of the marvels that it has. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, really, what, what, what I'm trying to get at is that they're trying to release a lot of more games that focus a lot more on the gamepad. It seems like Kirby and the Rainbow Curse may be kind of leading up to that, because that's a very gamepad-heavy type of game, right? Because you're always drawing. Very much. Yeah. So it looks like they're they're trying to lead into that. Um, it looks like Splatoon is going to be very... Splatoon? Yeah, if we haven't talked about that, um, it's going to be very gamepad-heavy type game. And Xenoblade Chronicles, another game we talked oh, about, man, is apparently going to be very, very... Chronicles X. Chronicles X. There's going to be too many so. games this summer, man. I'm gonna. It's going to be, you know... We're going to be talking about a lot of the same subjects on the, on the BB during the summer. Did you guys see that Nintendo Direct about Cinnabon Chronicles last Friday? The Japanese one? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Grenado! Busto <laughs> Grenado! Yeah, that's a 
battle system. Yeah, it looks cool, man. It's awesome. a slick game. So what, what I'm kind of leading up to that is one of the big titles that they're announcing that's going to be very, you know, gamepad heavy is a new Star Fox game. Um, that's one of the first ones they've kind of slated to really demonstrate the power of the Wii U gamepad. The power. Um, so it's it's very exciting. I know I've I've always loved Star Fox. Star Fox sixty four especially. I don't even know how many hours I logged into that game. It was it was so many. Confession: I have not played many Star Fox. Oh really? You know, not even Star Fox sixty four. Not really. Oh wow! I, I, I know I'm missing out. There's a lot of games I have to get. Oh, to. there's there's always games to play, right? That's the one to play. It is. It is the one. The three DS version, good. Yeah, I mean, we'll get that. Yeah. I have it on my Wii. I kind of want to play Star Fox Adventures, to be honest. It's different. I've, entirely, I've, I know, I've, but... I've beaten it. I've played through the whole That's thing. A it has a lot of cool yeah. uh, history behind that one. It's It was fun. Like It was better than I anticipated, um, but it was it was good. It's not really a Star Fox game. Yeah, well, it wasn't yeah, supposed no. to be one originally. Either. Yeah. So one of the cool things that I think about the new Star Fox game for Wii U that they've announced and are obviously working on is that they're saying that it's going to come before the new Zelda game. Yep. Which which yeah. is another game. It's not surprising at all. Which, which is another game they're saying is going to be very gamepad heavy. Uh, the new Zelda game. So what I'd like to know is, would you guys really rather see Star Fox before you see Zelda? No, of course not. Not me. I don't. I, would, I don't care about Star. I mean, I care, but not. Maybe Star Fox for the Wii would be the first one to play. Actually, because it's oh, going to be awesome. It's, it is. But I mean, Zelda is it's where it's at. It's being developed directly by a, a team led by Miyamoto. Yeah. That's okay. Well, all right. So, can't go wrong. Shigeru Miyamoto. Shigeru Miyamoto. He is awesome. But Zelda, I mean, it's Zelda. Like, what, what, I mean, that's a franchise I love versus the franchise I'm interested in. That I know it is beloved for a reason, but yeah, but still. So you want Star Fox before? Oh yeah, I love Star Fox. You like Star Fox more than Zelda? No, but it's it, probably if, if it's we... the ta- it's it's the appetizer before the full meal of yeah. Zelda. So I think Star Fox will come sometime in October, November. Do you think Zelda's Zelda out this year? Will be out in December. You think it'll be this year? I think it's going to be delayed. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. So Zelda should come at the end of November for Black Friday. I don't think it's going to come out this year at all. I think it... I want it to, Nintendo cannot afford not having Zelda. Nintendo does whatever it wants, though. It doesn't care about what it can afford to do. I think this this one's special. All right. Well, I want you to be right, so I'm Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that you're right. I'd like to see Star Fox as well before Zelda... The biggest reason because is I don't think they've made a Star Fox game since like 2004, 2005. It's been like a real one. Like it's been a long time. Court. Yeah, I think you're right. So, so I personally, because of that, I'd be leaning towards a sooner release for Star Fox because I know the fan base would be dying for a game. You were a little oversaturated with Zelda games. Like let's face it, like you know, one comes out once a year at least. Yeah. So I would really like to see a new Star Fox. Star game. Fox is a really cool series that has a lot of like interesting. History behind it, the cell, the Star Fox Two that almost came out it was basically finished. The gaps in its in its releases, it, it's a very popular series, but one that's not like as milked as, as say Zelda, for example. So I, I, I I'm interested in the history, so I'm gonna definitely want to play some of those games soon. I mean, I played some, but not nothing in in depth. So, so I want to give it more of a chance. So yeah, look cool. out, look out for that. And the last piece of news for our news segment is. Zodiac, and that is a gaming company. I have a trailer to show you guys in a minute. So, Zodiac is a role-playing game, and this is from GameSpot, in the classic style of Final Fantasy. It's on a mobile, or sorry, mobile, utilizing touch to implement your commands. In a way, it brings an intimacy to the genre that you won't get on console or PC, allowing you to carry it with you, but also physically touch the world. So this is from... I've heard about Final Fantasy. Yeah, it's a great series. We'll talk more about it soon. Uh, so Zodiac is in development with Kobojo, a company primarily focused on mobile games. Final Fantasy VII scenario writer, Kazushige Noji- Nojima, is that close? Kazushige Nojima. Is penning it, and his storied experience is evident in the gameplay. So we're going to watch the trailer now, and then we'll talk a little bit more about, about it. So one second. So we just watched the trailer, Zodiac. Zodiac. <laughs> I think it looks awesome. Like the 2D style, the style looks really nice. The backgrounds, yep. all hand painted, looks beautiful, it's crisp. The art style is very similar to Child of Light. Right. I think. The animation, you're not a fan of, right? Uh, it seems too segmented. 
to cutouts almost. Mm-hmm. And yeah, well, we know how that stuff's animated. So really, to save time and effort on animation and to make it like practical, a lot of the times, especially if there's a ton of them, that's all it's going to be is symbols and flash repeated. And, and yeah, but you know. I, I think there's ways to achieve a better a better result. Oh, sure, there definitely is. Even it's, if, it's not necessarily cheaper though, regardless of the tools, right? Yeah, there's always a way to, to do it better, but depends on how much time and 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 uh, how much we, time and manpower you want to devote to it. Really, I think it looks better if you spend more time and make it look better. Mm-hmm. But I guess I kind of understand why some companies choose to do that, especially like we don't know how much, how many enemies, how many characters, and so forth in the game. So the more there is, the more likely it's going to be a little more lax on the actual animations. Like animation wise, I don't, I don't really know if this is if that has a better production value than some other art style. It's just a, that particular yeah. type of animation I find it um, uh, off-putting. Okay. I think I think the biggest reason they go with that style of animation for that game is that it seems like your character can you can swap out his class. Yeah. Like it's a, kind of like a job-based system. I like those. And when you do that and you have a very detailed character it's going to result in him having you know 20 different sorts of costume that he can have you know on. Right. So it, it seems practical for them to kind of take that approach because when you're swapping costumes you know it's easier to, to do that it would seem. Um, I agree with Seiji. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of how it how it particularly like. The, I think it looked it, the art was great, but the animation it seemed like it did seem like there were just like cutouts okay. almost in put together. No, you're right, and and I and I agree, and that is off putting. Okay, so the artist in me, this painting style is a little bit similar to my own, and I, and I really like it. When I, when I look at this this screenshot paused without the animation playing, it just looks like a painting to me. And I like that, so I, I latch onto that. But what, you're right when you, when it's in motion, it's very clear the shortcuts and time saving techniques they use, and it, and it can be off putting. But just as is just purely aesthetics go, like it looks really nice, like mm-hmm. really slick, looks like a cartoon. Uh, I guess the weird thing about this game is, so you're flying on a griffin through the environments, but your battles take place in a two D plane. Uh, yeah, that's so it's like, like a separate screen, like like RPGs. Yeah, like, like RPGs tend to have, but. Yeah. It was it, it was a little strange. I didn't quite get because it didn't actually show the transition from you know the the two D yeah. Griffin to right. the battles. It didn't didn't really show that. I don't so. think it did. And uh, I mean, it's just a trailer, so but but it's something to keep your eye on. Definitely, I don't like yep. a lot of mobile games, yep. so this this was enough to like like get my attention. That so, is worth saying um, for a mobile game has a uh, a very high production value. Yeah, yeah. we we talk mobile like mobile, yeah yeah like really? mobile, mobile like yeah. phones yeah now. exactly that's, so that's that's why it caught my attention. Yeah, so. No. Mm-hmm. so that's all we'll say that we're gonna end the news segment now, and we're gonna go on to Ami News starring Seiji. Very quick. I don't have any Amiibo news, so you're on your own. Take then. it away, Sage. It's your, it's your time to shine, buddy. Man, so the first thing, again... again <laughs> what is that? Game, Mario, you know how last week... Is it not a trilogy anymore? You're, you're adding more to the... You're, you're killing it. You're bringing yeah, back a dead franchise? I know. So uh, <laughs> someone from Walmart came out saying that there will be plenty of gold Mario. Now this comes out. What is which this? Which is a ba- basically like a, a piece of sheet that somebody put on, on the... On, it's like a printout on an amiibo uh, showcase. Display yeah, case? amiibo showcase yeah. in, in a Walmart saying that he's going. To, the quantity <laughs> is, is limited. Products sold on a first come, uh, first serve basis. Limit one per customer. We are only expecting four to six figures. Where is this, this at? Though? This is just one store. This is, still... just, this is just one. But that's not weird because if you in, look at... in uh, in Georgia, it's not weird because here at where we live, that's uh, what we'd get. Shulk, they got two yeah. in the entire province. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, two, but this is Mario. I I, I know it, it is so weird, but I, but you, you know what I'm saying. It, it's weird, but it's not that weird when it comes to amiibos. Are we really surprised? It might not be as bad here. I, I imagine it would be worse. Of we'll course, see. we'll probably get we one. Are, we are going to be there. We're going to be fighting for this amiibo. You know. Yeah. We're probably gonna, probably with Richard. We're going to yeah, take I'd Richard say, down yeah. first. We're going to have to gang up on Richard. Mm-hmm. So at least the show can have it. I'll if, I'll distract him while you guys get the. And then you and I will have yeah. to fight. No, he's it. the ME boss. Like well, I, I, I will feel bad. No, we gotta take him down. If I have to like take one out of his hand. I like Richard. I like. I Richard like the ME boss, but yeah. I want Gold Mario for some reason. So I will, I'll fight to the bitter end. All's right. fair in love, war, and amiibo It's true. Gathering, right? Yeah. So, so you know, if there's like a <laughs> there's a cliff edge, there's a baby in a basket hanging over, and it's Gold Mario, and it's the only Gold Mario in Charlton, I might save the amiibo. And the world doesn't need another baby. <laughs> yeah. So next thing. These amiibos are hard to find. Exactly. Make you know another that, baby. You know that new Mario amiibo from the Super Mario series? The one yes, that is the currently one. not available. 
by itself. So you're talking about the gold Mario stripped of gold. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Who's packed in with Mario Party 10. So we're talking about non-gold Mario. <laughs> non-gold gold Mario. <laughs> so apparently a Target employee yeah. released uh, this thing that leaked. That they're, they're expecting the Amiibo Mario at, on April 3rd. Ooh. When's, oh, Mario Party comes out what, March 20th? Next week. Is it next week? Next week. Are you oh, serious? Crap. That's when Type Zero comes. Oh man, it's going to be a busy life. March 20th is next Friday, right? Not oh. this Friday, next week. It's the end of next Friday. Oh, and we have to go get that. Yeah. Man, we're going to have a busy time. We're life. playing that for the show, too. Life is tough for gamers. Tough for, tough for bonus, bro. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you think about the strategy? Like, uh, I guess a, a, lot later? Of people, I don't a lot of people would, would want the Mario Amiibo. Yeah, right? of course. The, especially they, if you're. They, will, they won't be able to get it until April 3rd. I guess I kind of like it so I can buy it by itself. And take this because I'm going to be opening this this package to play the game. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're not going to open. You're going to download Mario Party 10 and buy it physically. Mm-hmm. You're the worst oh, man. and the best and the worst and the best the best and the, and the worst okay. all in one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I will be opening mine. So I'm, I guess I'll I'll come up and buy this Mario later just to have them mm-hmm. uh, packaged. Mm-hmm. Well, do you guys know what the amiibos do for Mario Party? I hear no, I don't know, but I hear it's like they're good. Mode. Yeah, it unlocks like maps specific yeah. to that yeah. particular. That's pretty character. cool. Actually, it is very cool. I didn't think it was going to be that in depth. I thought it was going to be the same thing as Smash Bros. It's like, oh, you have a more power. Uh, you computer. can't play. You can't even play yeah. as the character. No. But it at least gives you the map, which is a little more than I find Smash Bros. Amiibos give you. Smash Bros. Um, Amiibo give you a good time. They, well, they do. They do. But the one thing that, that I don't mind about this news in particular is how you'll be playing the game regularly with the regular modes, probably for a little while. Yeah. And then when that comes out, like, hey, I can get that and yeah. try these other game modes. So you will still have been able to give them the time to plan to play regular Mario Party and then move on to the Amiibo Mario Party, which the, I think is a great idea. It, no, I agree. And the real question, though, of course, is where is Gold Mario? Or, uh, you know, Silver Mario? Or shall we call him Platinum Mario? Where is he at? There's been no signs of him. Club Nintendo? That's my. Perhaps. That's the ongoing theory. That's what I want it to be. Well, that, I want to be one reward worth no, having. No, they just came in. So they just, somebody took a picture of the oh, cool. gold, Amer- gold Mario Amiibo. He looks pretty gold. Yeah. yeah. Looks good. It does uh, look good. It actually looks more interesting than the regular one, to be honest with you. Some other news. So oh, Nintendo of Japan is going to host uh, Amiibo tournaments. What? So <laughs> you take your trained Amiibo in yeah. and put it on, and they scan it, and they fight. Kind of like, it's like you're a Pokemon trainer. Yeah, uh-huh. so exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. I kind of no, like that. This is a cool concept. It I is think. cool. Yeah. It's like taking the sports out of the eSports, though. No? <laughs> <laughs> Let your computer do your yeah. battling for yeah, you. Yeah, so it's like human input's not even... But now it's like, you know, yeah, you're taking the role as the coach. You are now... You're, you're Doc. Yeah, you're Doc Brown, and these Amiibos are Little Mac. Mm-hmm. So that you have become the coach. No. So that's pretty interesting. You should, I wish I could have a Little Mac Amiibo and then dress yeah, up as Doc. Yeah, you get the Doc, and you're like, yeah. someone's going to do it. No, I hope Whoever so. has Little Mac, he's dressed up like Doc. Like, how could you not? But that means, you know, it might be an uncomfortable, you know, we don't want, like, blackface or something. That's not good. No. So maybe why? they'd be careful. Well, because it's racist. You can't do that. I mean, why? It's racist to paint your. your yes! Face. Okay. What if I were to paint my face Mexican? I don't know what that means. What if. Would you be offended? Well, how, how would that. Uh, I, I mean, like brown? I guess. I don't know. I guess that it's racist if you're white, right? Right. I yeah. think so. And, and everything when people do is, is kind of racist. I think so. So I guess you're, you don't understand. Yeah. But I, could I get away with it? I don't think so. Oh. I think you have to be uh, black. You know, I don't know. He might be able to. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm I don't, white. We're not. We don't. I, yeah, we can't we, comment. We, can't we don't comment, know. Yeah. I don't. I, I guess. I guess. I, I, I think you're better off not commenting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, um, the last piece of news. So there's a. Uh, I think Amazon Italy. No, 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 no. This was a South African retail store. Okay. They they listed on their side. Uh, oh. Splatoon amiibos. Jigglypuff. Oh well, Jigglypuff Ninja. and Greninja and. Splatoon Boy, Splatoon Girl, and Splatoon Amiibo. Uh, the squid? squid. Yeah. Okay, I what hope that's true. That? Yeah. That's fucking awesome. And those figurines are gonna be so pretty. And it should be they. That should happen. I want to see Amiibos not from those two series as announced. I want to see some Amiibos for games. Mm-hmm. So, I guess that Splatoon Amiibos is not much of a news, but it's it's not official. And May twenty ninth. That'd be bad. So that's that one Splatoon supposed to be. Well, out. that's what they. So they haven't given a release date. For this Splatoon. is not official. No, 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 no. Man, I but hope that, it's right. That, but that sounds legit. Where is where is this? Where's the source from? This, uh, well, this was all over the internet. This huh. particular is amiiboinquirer.com. I hope it's true. That'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. I, I think it'd be cool. I, I don't think that's likely though. I couldn't imagine. 
taking such a new game like like Splatoon, where the characters are at this point very little known. Why not? Why not? Have it just it just doesn't seem like a practical oh, I think move it's on, smart there. on there. I, I think it's, I, I would like to see it. I just I don't I don't know. I don't think that's. I that's think it's a good happen. idea, and they're going to sold out. <laughs> oh, they'll sell out. That's I'm sure they'll sell out because the way Amiibos are. <laughs> okay, that's, that's it, it for Amiibos. Yes. Amiibo news is over for now. So our next topic. So going on our regular episodes. So this is our episodes that come out on Sundays that has news and whatnot. Uh, versus our episodes that are, are game specific that come out on Thursdays. So we have we're kind of giving like a, a slightly bigger topic sandwiched in our regular episodes. So today we're going to talk about uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi, and I got a couple articles from him uh, a couple weeks ago. Actually, I'm going to bring Who for news. Who is Hironobu? Right, <laughs> I will definitely get to that. Uh, so he's a creator of the Final Fantasy series. He's a former film director, Spirits Within. Uh, game Did he, de- he really? Yeah. Game designer, director, producer. He left Square to start Mistwalker. They created Blue Dragon, Lost Odyssey, Ash, Archaic Heat, The Last Story, and more. Uh, some games that he's worked on that I love. He was a direct- directing Final Fantasy 4 and 5. Original story for 6. Original story design, original story and design for 7. Supervisor on Chrono Trigger and Mario RPG. Producer of FF Tactics. Executive producer of Xenogears. Concept and producer of Parasite Eve. Director, designer, scenario of the last story, and that's barely scratching the surface. His, his pedigree is like massive. So, He's Final Fantasy, that's like the beat em up game with Hagger, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Final. <laughs> <laughs> so, he was honored uh, at the 15th annual Game Developers Choice Awards. Uh, he got the Lifetime Achievement Award, and I think it's deserved for his com- his uh, contribution to the games. Oh, without a doubt. So, that's him. Now, there's two articles. I guess IGN had an interview with him. And the first he one. He looks like, like my dad. But really, yeah. Is your, is your dad Hironobu? <laughs> no. That'd be awesome if it was. So, they, so reading from the IGN article, we recently had the opportunity to sit down with Hironobu Sakaguchi, the creator of the mega popular Final Fantasy franchise. We asked him which Final Fantasy game he is most proud of. His answer: Final Fantasy One, of course. In this quote, do you want to read the quote? Well, what do you mean? <laughs> well, you're, you're, you're Japanese. You're that's doing your, a that's your dad. <laughs> He's gonna have like a, a Spanish accent anyway. <laughs> There was no guarantee that this game will make it, he explained. No, but he, you have to say he explained. He explained. Right? I'll start again. There was no guarantee that this game would make it. He explained. There was a lot of worries, a lot of unstable factors going into this project. The original team only consisted of four people. Even in the end, when we wrapped up the project, there was probably about ten of us. Exactly. That's interesting. <laughs> that is interesting, right? Uh, and he mentioned that he had to wear a lot of hat, different hats during development process. Like he, fancy hats? Well, I think more like, you know, roles. Mm, which which would have probably, prom- you know, this is probably how he created the job class systems coming up. You know, he's wearing those different hats, right? There we go, yeah. That, that, <laughs> that's how it was incepted, right there. <laughs> so, you know, uh, Saku mentioned he had to wear a lot of different hats, but he didn't mind since he had a good rapport with his small team. With such a small number of people that you can rely on, the relationship that we were able to build was that much deeper and that much stronger. The tiny a lot team. Of bonding. Yeah. The tiny team's effort certainly paid off. Final Fantasy One would be the start of one of the most successful video game franchises of all time. And the other other article about him, before we go back and talk about what we, what we just read, is that he hates sequels. <laughs> Why don't we continue the, the trend, Seiji? I don't like sequels. He told IGN during a recent sit-down interview. I hate them. That's because Sakaguchi, who's in San Francisco this week to receive his lifetime award, believes a game should be a complete experience. That's why every single Final Fantasy had a new cast of characters, a brand new story, and a different system. It was a philosophy he held dear during his time at Squaresoft, the one his team at Miss Walker still believes in. Our promise to ourselves is that for every single game that we make, we are going to give give it our all, and then we finish it. We'll end it in such a way that there's no to-be-continued checklist? Oh, yeah. There's been multiple sequels and spin-offs of Final Fantasy since he left in 2000. Including FF102, 12 Revenant Rings, Final Fantasy 13-2, and Lightning Returns. So, English uh, is hard. 
<laughs> you did great. I, I got such a great experience. I felt like Sakaguchi was here, and yeah, we were interviewing him. So. I don't know why he he was Spanish, but you know that's that's okay. That's what happens. Maybe he's really Spanish. <laughs> Maybe. So FF One came out in December eighteenth, nineteen ninety seven. I was almost four years old. I don't remember this. When did you say it came out? Nineteen eighty seven. December 1987. 18th, were you born? Nope. Damn, you you missed out. No, wait, wait, December? Yeah. Yes. Oh, All right, there you six go. Six months old. <laughs> Zelda, so notable, notable releases that year, Zelda 2, Castlevania, Zelda in America, the first one, Maniac Mansion, Mega Man, Fantasy Star, and way more. Other direct comp- born in a great year for you, video games. Yeah. Other direct competition would have been uh, the Dragon Quest you know, slash Warrior series. So this game, Final Fantasy 1, which is what we're kind of talking about, hit that game because that's his favorite, has been ported a lot, actually. Some systems have been ported to the MSX2, Family Computer, Wonder Swan Color, PlayStation, Game Boy Advance, Mobile, PSP, Wii Virtual Console, PS1 Classics, iOS, Windows, Android, 3DS Virtual Console, Wii U Virtual Console, and probably more that I'm missing. But which one is the definitive Final Fantasy 1? The one I beat it on was the PS1, PSP. The one that I liked the most was the Game Boy Advance. And I played the I have the original one. Yeah, I got extremely far in the original for NES. It's hard. But yeah, it was extremely difficult. I, I found it very grindy. Um, very, I, I think very it was grindy. after the second boss, the Pirates... Um, I think it's been years. <laughs> it's been years. And you kind of come to, like, the Elflands, I believe it was. Yes, you do. And there's, like, a vampire there. Yeah, stuff. yeah. <laughs> I haven't played it in a long it's, time. It's been years. And the grinding I had to do in the forest to get money so my guys were properly equipped... Oh, it's so hard. ...was ridiculous. Um, once I got past that initial grind, I felt it flowed pretty well. What's your favorite class? Uh, jeez. I, I, I gotta say fighter. Night I love, l- love the fighter. Yeah, I, I like the knight. What's his upgrade? That's upgrade right? to knight, yeah. yeah. He's badass. Sword trucks. <laughs> yeah. What What's big about him? I mean, Final Fantasy as a series. Like, what can, What can you say about? It? I mean, it pushed the RPG genre forward with almost every iteration it came out. And FF Seven is arguably the biggest push to bring RPGs from like a niche to the mainstream. The mainstream. That everybody is. You know, most people, most great gamers have played at least a Final Fantasy. Some Seiji excluded. <laughs> but. You know, one thing, two episodes ago, we got into an argument, uh, which was better, six versus seven. Seven is better. Six is better. Seven is definitely better. And then Rob actually showed me this article shortly after our argument, and I feel like we're both wrong. One is better. One is the best, because he created it. So if if you create it, you have definitive answer. You kind of do, Um, but obviously for him, but... It was the first one that he did, so it was the best. Now, seven was the first one you played. It was the first exactly. one. Exactly. Six was the first one you played. Exactly. So I think. Wait a minute. Bit. One was the first one Sage played because he played uh, twenty seconds of it, <laughs> and I guess you got a, a taste in that twenty seconds enough to tell you that you didn't like the game. Well, so when I was selecting the classes, I went up and down, <laughs> and I was getting like random selections of classes. I think that you, as a as a twenty fifteen gamer, are being a little hard on nineteen eighty seven gamer. They didn't Not have this, this this rule of what's come up. I respect old from. games really, really much. I need, and need mostly because they are super high polished. And this was just no, that game is high polished. Look, you you played a browser version. I need you need to yeah, play. You one, even play, an play, play the Game Boy Advance one at least. And, you know, it's a little prettier. Maybe you, maybe you'll feel a little more comfortable with the prettier okay. game. So you, you, you're gonna be confused. <laughs> some some people are telling me to start with thirteen. Some people are telling are telling to start maybe with you should six, start with, with seven. No. Well, you know the best ones are six and seven. Seven, but you know six is very close. So you could you could start with one of those, or if you want to start with your roots, if you want to take Hironobu's suggestion, you start with Wolf One. Yeah. That's his favorite. That's yeah. his favorite. So. I mean, if you made your own more, I guess you have made a game. So, but if you made multiple games, mm-hmm. you would you would then be well. You have to play uh, Anti Clone first. So there you go. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that's kind of a testament to what people say. You know, this is my final favorite Final Fantasy. It's probably the first one you played. I think that tends to be look Chrono Cross versus Trigger. I played Chrono Cross first. I kind of prefer it, but I, I do know that Trigger's better game. So. Yeah, well, I, that's kind of controversial. Well, I, fi- I find <laughs> I find that a strange statement for you to make, being like I like Cross more, but I recognize that Trigger's a better more nostalgia game. and warm feelings with with Chrono Cross. I, Chrono Cross is one of the first RPGs I purchased on my own, double disc in the PS One era. Oh, double I actually discs. I remember I went to the store and I looked at uh, the display case. And this, I was working my first part time job. I was working like a Taco Bell or something, and I was, and I had just got a PlayStation One. Uh, it came with FF Seven and a couple of like platforming games or whatever. And I had just beaten Seven. And I really liked RPGs. Uh, seven and Pokemon. I was like, okay, I love RPGs now. So I'm gonna go buy my first one. 
and it was Legend of Dragoon and Chrono Cross, and I actually wound up buying Legend of Dragoon first. I was about to say, if Which you I bought liked. Legend of Dragoon before Chrono Cross, I did. I'd, I'd be upset, but... Or if you didn't, oh, I mean, but... I like Legend of Dragoon. It's great. I love Legend of Dragoon, too. But. Sad Star of Dragoon lost us lost the fourth disc and never beat it. Ooh, I do have them all now though. Bummer, bummer. So I I got I went up and got Chrono Cross when I moved back home after that summer and I and I loved it. The music especially the music especially captivated me. Uh, I thought it was great. One, I, one of the best soundtracks for everybody. Does it ever. deserve and every does it deserve to be in everybody's top ten list of, of, RP, of RPG soundtracks? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's absolutely. No, I was I was actually listening <laughs> to. You showed me Holy like God. a remix of the Final Fantasy VI Magitech Magitech Factory, Factory yeah, that was today, a and then I was just like, I have to listen to the entire Final Fantasy VI soundtrack. Now. I have the physical soundtrack of that. Oh, right? do you? Really? I do. Yeah, that's, I have six and seven. That's awesome. So I listened to. Um, almost the entire Final Fantasy VI soundtrack. It's a great soundtrack. It's amazing, you know. It, and like you say, it's it's mostly nostalgia. Like when when I listen to the music and I yeah. hear you know Shadow's theme song, like it's just it's very like, I like Locke's theme. Lock Locke's only character. I, I also like getting like Locke. Oh, he's my I, I favorite. Know, I know people people bash me for like disliking Locke. He's great. I just I've never cared for the thief. In video games, I, didn't I find the stealing ability just kind of like well, you know. Video I'd games, get someone else. video games live that I'm going to this week. They're doing the opera version of FF6. That's awesome. I'm I, pretty excited. I love. I would have rather other themes. Opera themes not my favorite. Well, but that's gonna be a good performance. It, 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 exactly. Yeah. Um, I listen to the Black Mages all the time. Yeah, Black Mages Black are great. Black Mages are great. So, for you don't know, Black Mages is a group that was founded by Nobuo Uematsu. Yeah, I'm not. I just stop trying. It's this like rock band version of that Disney Final Fantasy covers, and it's great. I love them. I love them. And um, they do the the opera song, and I love it. It's so great. I actually one of these days I want Seiji to translate it for me because it's all in Japanese. Oh, there you go. And I, for you yeah, yeah. It'll take me a while. Yeah, probably. Um, and I have no idea what they're saying. Quick, what's your favorite Final Fantasy battle theme? Like boss battle? Any battle? Honestly, mine the, might surprise you. Those who fight further in Final Fantasy Seven. Oh, it's good. Mine's it. actually decisive battle from from six. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we pumped. Yeah, that's uh, that's quite the switcheroo there. Yeah, well, I, well th- those who fight is it the fight further. Those who fight further. I like those who fight more in FF six. The, the regular battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The it's a bo- good one, The boss yeah. theme is good too, but I, I, the boss theme was different back then though, because that was like <laughs> like it wasn't something you got in RPGs very often. Yeah, so that's, yeah. that's kind of like everybody remembers that in One Winged Angel, of course. One Winged Angel was huge. Yeah, yeah. That, that, man, that was on everybody's oh, and every yeah. gamer's like iPod. I no, didn't have iPods. Every gamer's burnt CD. <laughs> <laughs> the, the late nineties. Did you listen to? I think it's Otherworld from Final Fantasy Ten. Oh, I would think so. I've played this. <laughs> well, like, but the the Black Mage is. Oh, it's like a female singer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That was and, weird. But there's there's two it. versions, and there's one where it's almost like this metal guttural kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I like that. It, it, I, I, I'm I'm actually a huge metal fan. I'm not big on metal, um, uh, so I really liked it. But it, it was very bizarre. But the one with the girl singing is very good, too. FF10 was the top of Dreamcast Guy's list of uh, favorite RPGs in it. It's a good it, one. It, it's it's not like the other... It's not as good as the other Final Fantasies. It has, well, it depends on what Final Fantasy... Uh, like, so our, our topic is about Final Fantasies right now, so that's cool. Well, I mean, okay. 6 and 7 have undeniably great. 8 has a great soundtrack. 9 is good, but maybe not as memorable. 10 is very memorable. 12, different composer. Awesome soundtrack. If you like vacant story and tactics, yeah. Well, I, I think it goes without saying that they all have great music. Yeah. But I find the ten isn't as memorable as you know six, seven, eight, nine. Here's a little trivia note for you: Nobu Uematsu, who did almost every Final Fantasy up till ten, did the main theme for Smash Bros. Brawl. Yeah, you mentioned that uh, to cool me last you. week. Which so is... now you like Final Fantasy? Did you? Sage, you've been quiet. Tell us, tell us, tell us about your yeah. Final Fantasy experiences, especially with with uh, Hero Nobu. I have never played Final Fantasy game. When are we going to change that? When, when are we going to start getting you to play one for an episode? we got to get you started on one, okay. at least. It's, it's a tough thing to start, though, because I would feel like you need to play at least six or more hours until... I think you should beat one. I agree. Even if it's like a long-term project, I think you but need to beat one. I wouldn't take his opinion on a Final Fantasy game seriously <laughs> until he's at least qualified. Halfway, yeah, until you're at least halfway through one of them. Okay. Well, what do you think we should let it? You like Super Nintendo. It's easier for you to grab and play. But, I mean, I can lend you seven, because I know you have PS2, so there's no yeah, excuse to yeah. play those. So, 
I can lend you the inferior port of six since I have uh, Chronicles or is it anthology? I have anthology. Anthologies. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to play uh, Final Fantasy six with load times, I can. Hook you up with that. <laughs> yeah, I can play the six on on emulator. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's it's classic. It, it is a good great. game. I, I mean, you're, hey, yeah, play six, and then when you play seven, you'll see how much better seven is. So. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, I guess it's always to say that this is the man deserves reward. Uh, oh, just, just to end this this topic, like what he did for the industry, can't be denied. If especially if you like that genre of RPG or JRPGs, Final Fantasy is maybe not the the heights it once was, but hopefully it will be again. But we still can't deny it, its history, and mm. and I think it's cool that that they recognized him for that. And mm. so that's that's it. So for our, our next topic is uh, pickups. <laughs> Birthday boy, Seiji. Yesterday was your birthday. Yes. Yesterday, well, as of recording this, of course, last <laughs> week, yeah. in the current timeline. Uh, what did you get? You got some games, didn't you? Yep, I got some presents. So, I got... So, you know how I'm, I'm collecting all the Wii U games. I've heard of this. So, <laughs> al- although I already have these two games digitally, mm-hmm. I got the physical copy, and, I, and they are going to remain sealed, which is collector's ring, right? Of course. Um, I got Mario Kart 8. Mm-hmm. Decent it's, game, it's okay. It's a beautiful box. It's good box. It's red. Yeah, I and I like the art style. I mean the 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 cover. Yeah, it's a good cover. And I got um, Kirby and the Rainbow Curse. Oh, I don't also have Kirby. Why don't you really give it to me? Yeah, can we yeah. play it? Yeah, can I, I don't Let have it. Lend it to us. No, it's unplayable. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for games. But I did. Uh, Ooh. I did receive a a book. It's called a oh, book. What, do you play that? Is that some sort of like virtual? What console like, is that book for? Is that a no, <laughs> portable thing? It's like paper with ink. You read it. Sounds form. Please explain more about this buka. Yeah. <laughs> so it's called <laughs> the ultimate history of video games from Pong to Pokemon. I love Pokemon. I understand this. Yeah. From po- <laughs> so it's only covered <laughs> games from Peace, Pong, Pokemon Portal. Like that's all it covers. Yeah. Well, just, just it has those. To start with the PO. Man, it's not. That's not very much. It's mm-hmm. be a really short book. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's actually a, a pretty. Big book. It looks so like, like, a, like a textbook. So there's like chapters and chapters and just Pong. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, it starts with pinballs. Pinball, well, but I got PO. Yeah. That's Shit. I, I, honestly, so I don't like that title. Pong to Pokemon. I feel like that gap could be bigger. You know what I mean? You <laughs> yeah, can it makes it dates a little bit. But look yeah. at that cover. That cover dates to the 90s. This must have came out in the 90s, right? It got published in 2001, I think. Oh, it is an older book. Yeah, it's an older book. I guess the Pong is a Pokemon. But it goes back way back. That'd be interesting. Way back because so. I, I have a couple of game books on the way too. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna read the, this and I'll, I'll let me know if it's good it. enough and maybe I'll, I'll yeah. order something very expensive. So that's yeah. cool. So that's what I got. That's bad. That's great. That's pretty good. What pretty did good. you uh, pick up left, Jackie? Well, I, I have two games that I brought with me that no one can see. Um, <laughs> Hold them up for everybody <laughs> yeah, to see. Yeah, oh, you can okay. hear them clacking together. Um, <laughs> so I got this one not too well. Little, about a month ago, um, Super Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. Is that the first one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the first one. Okay. Well, first what, one I what, bought. What about Super Star Wars Phantom Menace? Did you get that? <laughs> the greatest of the trilogy. <laughs> um, uh, so I bought I bought this game relatively cheap at a local shop here not too long ago, and I love Star Wars. I'm sure everyone likes Star Wars. Um, it's a good, really good side scroller game. It's difficult, but not too difficult. And then I was out like a week ago, and I was like, holy crap! Holy Return, crap! Return of the Jedi! So, I managed to pick up two of the games in the trilogy for the Super Nintendo, the Super Star Wars series. It's pretty super. It's pretty super. I see different publishers. Yes, yeah, they are. Good um, eye. Yeah, yeah. One of them was THQ for Empire, mm-hmm. and JVC for Return of the Jedi. And LJN JVC. was the first one, right? Was it LJN? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm like, I, I didn't think they were doing it anymore. <laughs> um, so, I'm, I'm super pumped to have these games... I've never been able to beat these particular two. Because they're super hard. They are very hard. I did beat A New Hope, which is the only one I, I don't have. I beat it when I was a kid. Which I, which is must be called just Super Star Wars. Right? Super Star Wars, A okay. New Hope. I played the first one. It, is is yeah. it called A New Hope? Yeah, I'm pretty pretty sure. Um, so, honestly, I'm looking for a game. I'm looking for Super Star Wars. <laughs> if anyone, any of the BB fans out there have it and they don't want it anymore... Think it to me. Hit us... <laughs> Hit us up. There you go. That's it's called Super Star Wars. Is it called Super Star Just Wars? Super Star Just Wars. Super Star Wars. Oh, yeah. wow. I feel like I've seen that recently in town, actually. Oh, so it it kind of pops in most wanted pretty often. Does I it? think it was Box 2, actually. Whoa. You should check again. I should check. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm leaving 
Well, you know, whatever. Probably just soon, next but, time you're in. Um, Actually, I don't uh, think it's there now. So, yeah. Super Star Wars. Great side-scrolling action. I, it is a good game. It, they're difficult. Like They're well, very true to the source material. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you guys seen, like, the strange Japanese ones where... Darth Vader, you fight a scorpion that tr- magically transforms. Yeah, that's Nintendo, Vader. right? I think so. AVGN yeah. did an episode yes, on that. Yeah. yeah, I have that. Well, that's where I saw it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty ridiculous. Um, but yeah, Super Star Wars. Sweet. Fun. All right. So, the first game I have, I can't hold and show you because I downloaded it onto my 3DS, Monster Hunter 4. Oh, my God. Didn't didn't someone recommend that First game, of all, like two didn't, weeks didn't, ago? Didn't buy the game for the recommendation. And Marshall? I, yeah, it was Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> so... I, Do you think Marshall listens to the show? I don't think he does. Okay. We'll I test him. Marshall, if you listen to the show, uh, just tell us in person. Yeah, I heard that show. You guys are real jerks. For okay, okay. Yeah. Let's ask him. A code word. The number. What's the number? 26. Okay, yeah. He, if he so, comes up to me in like 26, yeah. then we know he listens. So, Marshall, come. Say say the number. <laughs> All right. 26. <laughs> 26. So, the game Monster Hunter, I went... I bought because my friends are playing online as well. People at work. Like he's trying to take it away from me here. It's definitely not because of Jeff. And so the the, <laughs> the main point to take away from this is that I did not buy it physically. I went around town looking for it on Saturday. So my friend he lives in he lives in Louisiana. He's a he's a terrible person, and he was he said he ordered during the week, and, and because he lives in like a swamp, he's still waiting for it. And uh, he was like throughout the week like oh I'm gonna get Monster Hunter. I'm like oh, I don't have money right now. I can't get it until I get paid. And so he's got a hold over my head, but he didn't have it by Friday because it got delayed. So on Saturday, I was like, well, I'm going to get it before him. And I couldn't find it, so I spite bought it digitally. So I could play it during the weekend, and I was like, oh, hey, JP, do you want to play my... Oh, wait, you can't play it because you don't have it. So that's what I did all weekend. So I, I had to spite buy it, and, you know, maybe I'll get the physical version someday, like Sagey did. Mm. But I had no choice but to, to buy it. So <laughs> that's the story. Oh, and uh, and he, he uh, on Twitter... He goes on online to our Twitter account, and he's like, "Thanks to Jeff, I picked up Monster Hunter for." No, he was going to get it anyways. I, I'm not trying to take it. another thing <laughs> away from me here. Uh-huh. See, I've won the Final <laughs> Fantasy argument. Definitely didn't win that. I have. Whoa, whoa, we have two people on my yeah, side. Yeah, but he didn't put Chrono Cross on his list, and none on your <laughs> side. We're not going with Chrono Cross here. So I won the Final Fantasy argument with two two votes. <laughs> And I've won the recommended game so far. Hey, you didn't get a hundred points. I, I'm not. I'm not calculating. That's not a drill. win. I've got at least like three or four. He wanted to play a drill dozer. It's not my fault. He hasn't got around to playing. Hey, do you think this is another case of the bully barrel? <laughs> Am I bullying Jeff? Are we bullying each other? Or I what? don't know. Yeah, I think hashtag bully barrels. It's yeah, happening. My, my bully Let's lighten the atmosphere with the rest of my games. So I got some physical releases and, and an odd sort uh, of collection I got from different eras. I, I'm going to go in release order. All right. So very first game is a Super Famicom game, Bahamut Lagoon. Want to read that right? It says Bahamuto Lagoon. There we go. Yeah. This game, who and guess who worked on it? Here, Nobu. Oh, my God. We talked about him. We always bring things back together here at Bonus Barrel when it's convenient. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it works that way. I played this game on emulator way, 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 way back in high school, like 15 years ago. And it's like an RPG slash uh, strategy RPG game. Very cool. And there's translation for it online. So with the Retron 5, I can patch it and actually play online, play it physically, kind of, and with the patch. So that's really cool. I'm excited. Check it out if you ever heard about it. If you like Final Fantasy, especially back when Squaresoft was in its 2D days, you'll like it. Next system, PlayStation 1, Alunder 2. My friend was in Texas uh, the other other week, and uh, he went to a retro game store there. He called me from Texas and like, any games you're looking for? And I wasn't... Uh, it was Tyler, and uh, our art director, actually. And he was listing off some games, like Alunder 2. I don't have that game. So he got it for me for my birthday, actually. Uh, it's an RPG, an action RPG for the PS1. I had the first one. which The first one was kind of like a Zelda clone, actually. Which is, it was pretty cool. And so I'm looking forward to that. The next one I got today was Shining Force EXA for the PS2. Don't know much about it other than I like Shining Force and it looks really, really cool. So yeah. And lastly, for the Vita I picked up last week, Tales of Heart R. Haven't started playing yet. Megan's been playing it actually. She's laughing a lot, so I assume it's funny. Yeah, Tales, Tales series is great. Yeah, topic like all Tales itself. of Symphonia, Tales yep. of Legendia. Like Tales of Destiny, which is, Tales of Destiny which is what I want really was badly. the first one I played. Me too, yeah. I love Tales of De- for that reason, Tales of Destiny. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah, so those are the pickups for, for this week. And, uh, you know, I guess that's good. We don't need to break the backlog this week. We just did Game Tally last week, and yeah, we're no. doing pretty good.
just call this episode quits here. I think it was a good episode. Um, Covered a lot of stuff. Final yeah. Fantasy is always fun to talk about. Who doesn't love talking about... Well, Seiji doesn't love talking about Final Fantasy. He will he doesn't play. Soon. When you play some, you're going to be like us, you know. You're going to be like, man, Final Fantasy is great. You're I just going to you're gonna commit to the franchise like a huge family. Yeah, okay. You think it's going to happen. When I do that, uh, you should like do uh, like a flashback. The, yeah, we'll, we'll input in like, which one should I play and, and all this stuff. And, and then you'll be like... You'll be like us. And, and then two-thirds of the Bones Barrel crew will love six. And then two-thirds will realize seven is the best. <laughs> so, you know, well, that's all for today's show, then. I, I want to thank you all, all of you out there, for listening and supporting us. Because we could, you know, it's just three guys talking in a room if no one's listening, right? So more people, the better. So, you know, share it. Uh, if you like the show, get other people to listen. Uh, so that'd be great. So, yeah, get, get involved, too. Even more, even maybe just as important as recommending it is just go on Twitter and talk to us we like to talk to you we're lonely people talk we to are us. very lonely you know people. banter is fun and I want to hear your opinion on, on our show what can we do to make it better Re- review us on, on iTunes if you don't like us if you don't like Jeff's opinions on Final Fantasy 6 write about it you know review get the show a 1 because of Jeff's opinion on FF6 being better than 7 that's okay we have new episodes every Sunday and Thursday and uh, you, like I said you can find us on Facebook bonusbarrel.com and YouTube in the future right very soon so thanks for listening this is Rob I would say some, some <laughs> final thing <laughs> of course I have to say thank you to my good friend Ramon for the game, for Kirby, the Rainbow Curse, he and my me. wife Erica for the book and the game. Ramon's a great guy. Yeah. yeah. And he listens? Uh, and he listens. He does he listen. Oh, does. that's awesome. He, he has a nickname for us. He does. What is the nickname? You want to share it? Boner Barrel. He calls his Boner Barrel. Hashtag Boner Barrel. Let's not get that. No one got me games for my birthday, Seth. Oh, wait. I didn't. That's not true. Tyler got me one. It's Damn. Not, it's a birthday. Yeah. Yeah. My birthday's Friday. I know, but it's not yet. Well, yeah. Say hello to time. Hey Tyler, thank you. you know, I don't think he listens anymore. <laughs> he has listened, so maybe he still does. And uh, you want to say goodbye, Joe? Uh, I'll say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Have a good one.